Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. I am uh, one of your co-hosts, Ashton, with my awesome co-host, Zach. Uh, Zach, uh, do you want to tell everyone the fantastic news? Yeah, so uh, it's been a good week. It wasn't great for the Rams, but it was good for the uh, the Mayor family. Uh, we uh, The Rams have uh, gained another fan. Um, so, so yeah, so me and my wife had our, uh, actually our, had our fourth kid this week. Um, so yeah, things have been going pretty well. Not a whole lot of sleep, but I'm, uh, glad to be able to talk, talk Rams with everybody. How are yeah, you? Yeah, man. Uh, congrats to that. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, nice holiday. Uh, got to eat a lot, got to do a lot of different things. Oh yeah, man! Uh, this week has been by has gone by so fast that we actually this is the post Thanksgiving Day episode. So, uh-huh. yeah, good. Yes. Got your got your ham filled in. Oh, you you know I did that <laughs> mac and cheese though. Ooh, destroyed the mac and cheese. Uh, you know what also got destroyed, Zach? Uh, the Rams. Uh, I wouldn't say destroyed, more just like put into submission. Uh. Yeah, guys, this uh, podcast is going to be shorter than normal. We're just doing kind of mini podcasts. Haven't really had a lot of time to prepare and stuff with Zach being uh, uh, becoming or having another child. Uh, so having deal with all that and uh, work stuff has been pretty busy for me this week. So we're going to try to do something shorter and then we'll do a normal podcast next week, which I'm sure we'll be talking about a win hopefully uh please i need it um uh, zach what what's your general reaction to this game uh it was a rough one it it was a rough one and you know i think for most of the game i mean really um going into you know going into the first half you know i i wasn't really too um kind of too shocked by by what was happening um, but I thought the Rams were doing a pretty good job of, um, you know, keeping up with Kansas City, you know, at least, like I said, for the first um, half of the game, at least, you know, if not for the first three fourths of the game, um, you know, really trying to trying to contain the high power offense of Kansas City, um, which they did, which they did, um, you know, really, they. Uh, what was it? Three of the four times they went into the red zone, they held them. Um, so that that's fantastic news. So uh, for the for this defense, um, which is you know kind of what we've been saying every week, you know, it's it hasn't always been the defense. It's the defense hasn't helped sometimes, but they've never really been the hindrance of why this team has lost. Um, so that that's at least the positive, and the other positive I think going out of this game was um, I really liked what I saw from Bryce Perkins. I mean, he had the unfortunate two picks um, in the later half of the of the game, um, but really he was doing a really good job of you know managing the game, um, being able to roll out, which I felt like we've been lacking a little bit with Stafford. Um, you know, he's more of a sit in the the pocket kind of a quarterback, and seeing Bryce um, go out and um, going out and, you know, making the run if, if need be, um, you know, running on his feet, things like that. I, I, th- I thought that was pretty impressive on my point. How about you? 
Uh, I I thought he did all right. Um, I will say that first interception, it was just a bad pass. Um, you you got to not make those types of passes in the NFL, and it was a pretty bad interception. Um, but the second one is complete luck. Like uh, Kansas City had two tip balls that didn't land in defender's hand, and his did. It just it just is what it is with the second interception. But for the most part, I thought he was fine. Um, I was hoping for a little bit more from him, especially on the passing. I think some of that comes down to McVay not trusting him with mid to long range stuff. And you have to do that so they don't crowd the box. And they were crowding the box the entire game, and we couldn't do anything because of it. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we've – Going to a team um, that hasn't focused on the run and hasn't been able to, to explode on the run, um, they really went heavy on the run this game. Um, you know, really, Bryce Perkins only had 23 attempts on passing, um, you know, when they had 20, 28 carries. So uh, it's, just, it's just one of those things where, you know, I think they need to find their rhythm. Um, this was Bryce Perkins's first NFL start. Um, he got his touchdown, which is which is pretty awesome uh his pass to van jefferson so uh, you know at least we got to see that and that's something that bryce perkins can you know uh, look to in the future um his stats weren't that great um but again this is this is a a team that's been that's pretty much beat up out, at all cylinders i mean cooper cups out um alan robinson was out this week um and he's out for the rest of the season um, you know, obviously Stafford, that's why Perkins is in there. Um, you know, you're, you're, the offensive line is in shambles continuously week after week. Um, so it's, you know, it, it really was, you know, what can Bryce Perkins do? And I think we saw, you know, a little bit of bright spots on the running, um, about him being able to be a more mobile quarterback and seeing how that could play into the Rams future. Yeah, uh, he could be special if he can get down that mid to long range throwing. He really could. But that's going to be remain to be seen. I mean, this was a game where we only had a few chances to really catch up to Kansas City and put them in a like precarious spot. And we just never was able to get over that hump. And then eventually Kansas City blew up, which they're going to against you. You just got to be able to score with them. And this offense, um, Zach, it's honestly the worst offense in the McVay era by a mile. Um, And for for sure. And I mean, you know, I don't know what other team in the NFL has ever gone through this type of, um, you know, this type of injury where not only are you on your 11th uh, offensive lineman uh, lineup, you have had four different left tackles. You've been shifting your centers left and right. Um, you know, your two-star wide receivers are now out. Your quarterback's been in and out. And, you know, it, it, this just doesn't seem like something that has ever happened to a team. And it just so happens it was the team that just won the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, uh, definitely rough season. Uh, let's go ahead and try to preview this game. So Aaron Donald will be out for this game. 
against the Seahawks. Oh, man. I mean, we've won, what, one out, or sorry, they have won one out of the last seven. So it's been like pretty, or two, I think, out of the last seven games against the Seahawks, uh, including playoffs. And really, like, one of those two was a last-second field goal that we missed. Uh, we should have won that game. Uh, but for the most part, we have dominated the Seahawks, much like the Cardinals. Um I don't think that's going to continue, Zach. The Seahawks team, look; its offense looks robust. Um, Geno Smith is just, it, it may be a one-year thing, but he's in the zone for this year, and he has looked incredibly impressive. We were totally wrong about the Seahawks uh, coming into this season. Both me and you thought they were going to be bottom three. Uh, it turns out they're going to be probably top five top seven in the NFC. So that's it's impressive job what P. Carroll did, and it was a great move to move on from Russell Wilson very clearly. For sure. I mean, but this team is different, and I think it's even different than it was at the beginning of the season. I mean, right now they're not even if you if we stopped um you know if we stopped right now, they wouldn't be in the Super Bowl or they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Um, they're right now being edged out. Um, by I think the commanders so you know their their trajectory has kind of gone downward I mean especially with the beat last week against um, the Las Las Vegas which again is one of those bottom bottom tier teams um, who should not be should not be beating a team that's looking to be in the playoffs so I think that there is some hope now I will say that yes Gina Smith has done great work this season um, you know, he still has Metcalf. He's, he has Tyler Lockett. Um, you know, they have a, de- a pretty good, decent offense. Their rookie running back seems to be um, doing really well. Um, but then you look at their defense and it's just, you know, it's just not the same defense that I feel like, you know, more or less that we saw, you know, back when the Legion of Boom was around. And um, they, it just hasn't been the same. And I think that's been their downfall um, where our defense hasn't been our downfall. Um, our offense have been, and theirs, I think, is the reverse. I think their offense is winning them games and the defense is losing them games. Which could be yeah, a problem. I mean, I know we're going to, you know, we Wolford is starting this week, which, you know, me personally, I'm not super excited about. But um, especially if we do this whole, you know, what we did a few weeks ago where, you know, they, they just keep coming in and out of, you know, they're not getting a rhythm with a quarterback because they keep just, you know, bringing in Wolford for a few series and then bringing in uh, and then going back to Perkins. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not really looking forward to Wolford playing, but what are, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I agree with you. I think the offense under Wolford is just uninspired at all. Um, I would prefer Perkins, but if he starts, he should really get the start through the game. Unless if he gets injured and dear Lord, if he gets injured, Oh man, uh, We'll see. Um, Lacking what we have been seeing out of Kyron Williams, I think he's been the bright spot of the season outside the defense being good. I uh, mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, you yeah. should see what he says in the locker room. Um, he kind of seems like he's he really wants to take his stuff to the next level, and I feel like that we've been missing that. I mean, I feel like Cam Akers was that person who was like, you know, yeah, I'm the guy, you know. I can't wait to get back. You know, all the off season while he was injured, he was like, yeah, I'm ready to get back. I'm, 
you know, I'm grinding, I'm doing this and I'm that. And we not, we haven't seen it. Um, but it's really good to, you know, hear from Kyron Williams and be like, yes, I'm messing up, but I feel like I can be better than what I'm at. And I think that is the picture that we've been missing in these, in these last couple of years. Yeah, man. Um, I, we statistically still have a chance to make the playoffs, but we have to win out like literally. And even then it's probably going to be like out of pure luck if things just happen to go the way. And, you know, let's be honest, even if we make the playoffs this year, um, we're not going to go anywhere far. Uh, maybe I guess if Stafford and some few pieces can heal up potentially, yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at our season, we have Seahawks twice, which again, those are division games. They can always come down to a grind. You have the the Raiders, who again, like I said, bottom kind of bottom tier team in the NFL. The Packers, which haven't been doing great. The Broncos, which, you know, they are literally the worst offense in the NFL right now, if it's, you know, not the Rams. And, you know, then you have the Chargers, which, you know, could probably be another loss. So, you know, all things go well, they could go on a good winning streak, but that's a lot to put together, you know, in the last several weeks. But, you know, the Rams do pretty well in December, so maybe we'll see something special out of them. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But honestly, this defense has to start scoring. I mean, if we're going to start winning games, our defense has to score. That's not fair to ask of the defense. It isn't. But that's how our team's going to win if we have a top five, top three defense. And yeah. that hasn't been the case so far. So well, we'll see. And, and we've lost it. And now we lost out on Aisha Robinson and, and Aaron Donald this week. So, um, you know, not not looking too too great on that on that defensive line. But, you know, we still have – you know, I still have belief in, you know, Leonard Floyd and Greg Gaines. And I think that team, you know, still had that defense still has the potential to, to show something, but it's going to, I mean, it's going to take extraordinary um, players to, to really fix what's, what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Next man up. uh, Some of those practice squad guys that are getting reps, you may never get reps again. You, you got to make the most of your chances and if people won't, like, you're going to get your job taken. That's how the NFL works, uh, sadly. And we'll see. I mean, for some people, uh, somehow we kept around Brown for, like, years. For sure. So, so yeah, I'm, you know, like I said, I, I think I think that things can, can work out in the Rams' favor. I'm just... You know, it's it's not very optimistic, and I'm not very optimistic that that things are going to happen. But you know, we'll see. Yep. Yeah, everyone. Sorry for the short pod and everything. We'll have a full pod episode next week. But wanted to make sure Zach wasn't uh, too, you know, too troubled. He just had a child, and that's a big milestone in your life and i hope you just enjoy being a father maybe not as much not getting sleep but hopefully that starts to get better sooner than later oh yeah you know like i said we're, we're kind of old pros at this as as far as um you know this is number four so uh you know we'll get used to it it'll take a couple of weeks of adjustments to get there but you know i'm already lack of sleep might as well do a podcast while we're at it so 
Um, appreciate everyone who who's congratulated us on this. Um, yeah, it's it's super fun, you know. Um, and getting to the, one of the coolest things, you know, coming as this as a Rams podcast is um, getting to kind of share all of this with them. Um, you know, they love the Rams almost as much, if not sometimes I feel like more um, than I do like, at, at times. Um, it's funny, like today my, my daughter had a hat day at school and, you know, she had to, she had to wear her, uh, her Rams hat that was actually signed by Bryce Perkins. So I can actually, she now actually can say that she has a starting quarterback um, signed autographed hat, which is kind of cool to say. Um, and it's just fun to kind of watch them grow and kind of share the same interests um, as, you know, as me. And um, especially when it comes to to the Rams and things like that, it's, it's super fun. And, um, I really get to in, enjoy um, all the things that it comes with it. Yeah, man. Happy you're getting them early. Definitely going to need more people to fill out the stands when we start going back to back Super Bowls in five years. I know I, I can't I can't keep the fan base growing by myself. So we're going to have to definitely start outreaching and, and bringing people in. Um, you know, we've 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 seen a great community across, you know, the entire United States and even the world um, as far as, you know, people being being Rams fans. And that's what we need. We need more Rams fans we need to pack those seats so that we get those 49ers. Um, out of the, out of SoFi and, you know, not eligible to get in, or at least they have to pay a pretty hefty fee to get in. So, um, we, we need definitely work in LA to, to boost the, at least the attendance, um, of dedicated Rams. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully the baby, uh, starts letting you get a little bit more sleep and I hope everyone just has a great weekend uh also just quick mention Zach the U.S. is playing tomorrow morning against the Netherlands in the World Cup uh you guys will probably be hearing this after that game I hope we win or my sports streams will be further crushed for the rest now, of this year real quick I know we're a Rams podcast but you know this whole U.S. soccer thing is kind of uh, the whole World Cup thing is kind of over my head um, as far as how things go. Now, in this game, if we tie, do we win? No. So there's two parts of uh, the World Cup. There's the group stage and then there's the tournament. So in the group stage, you start out with 32 teams and you have four group or sorry, eight groups of four and out of those eight groups, only two teams can move on and it works off of points. So if you win your game, you get three points. If you tie, you get one. And if you lose, you get none. Uh, And basically the two teams in your group out of four with the most points will move on. There's some tiebreakers in there, but for most part you get points, you win games, you'll move on. And the top 16 teams out of those 32 will move on from that group stage to the real tournament. This game is the first game of the tournament. So the U.S. moved out of their group and was able to advance to the tournament. And now it's win or go home. So basically you'll have the full 90 minutes. And if it's tied, then it will go to another 30 minutes of overtime. And if it's still tied at the end of that overtime, it will go to penalty kicks, 
which is very dramatic and very fun to watch, even if you lose, because if it gets PKs, it's very dramatic. Um, yeah, man, the U.S., this team has surprised. Uh, they struggled throughout qualification, uh, but, you know, we have a very young, talented team. They're the second, second most youngest team in the World Cup. And I'm telling – I try – I've tried to tell people our talent is there this year. Uh, in four years, it's going to be even, it's going to be off the charts good. Uh, but this year, we have a very talented team. Our manager hasn't been the best, or our coach hasn't been the best. His tactics have been weird. But our guys got it done in these last three games. They beat Iran and they moved on. And Facing a Netherlands team, I really do feel like we have a good shot. This is not the U.S. team from 20 years ago where they're just getting smoked by European countries. Uh, we're a good team. We have good players. And at times, we have that potential to be great. Very cool. Yeah, I wish I was more into soccer than I than I am. I'm, I coach little kids soccer, but when it comes to you know high school and above, I have no idea. I think the field is way too big. Um, I have a problem with how this, the game of soccer works once you get into the bigger stages. But um, it's really cool that the U.S. is in there and that they're making a good push and um, they're a good contender. So really looking forward to seeing them progress going forward. Hopefully it's tomorrow at 10 o'clock a.m. So uh, we'll Eastern time. How- yep. Eastern time. Eastern time. Uh, so hopefully, you know, uh, fingers crossed, people wake up early, get to watch their national team duke it out against a European foe. So uh, hopefully that goes well. Awesome. All right. So I guess we're going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to the pod. Reminder that we are also on YouTube. So please go ahead and subscribe. Uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash at East Coast Rams. And you can always send questions and feedback to feedback at eastcoastrams.com or hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter account is at East Coast Rams. You can find Ashen where he will talk all about, uh, you know, the Rams and U.S. soccer at Rams fan Ashton one. And you can always hit me up at at Zach Mayer. That will do it. Go watch soccer. Go watch football. Which whichever football you really want to go watch, you you can go do so. Um, and yeah, let's hope that the Rams can take on the Seahawks and uh, get us a W. It's about time. Horns up, everybody. <laughs>